0: to um, Philippians, chapter 4. Philippians, chapter 4. It's been a great day. Done all kinds of things. Heard a lot of shooting up over the hill. And uh, I thought about bringing... Some guns but um in illinois in illinois i'm not even supposed to have any so uh anyhow and uh so i just i decided to uh leave them uh put where they were but um uh, anyhow i i'd like to have brought my um uh, my p p k and uh done some shooting up there, but uh, I didn't. Um, this evening, I'm going to bring a brief message. You say, yeah, sure. <laughs> no. I'm going to bring a message on contentment. Um, here in Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 10, the Bible says, um, Well, let me begin with verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, let me stop there a minute and uh, compare that to most everything that we hear today, you go down this list, and this is not what you'll hear on um, CBS or NBC News. It's not what you'll hear candidates promising or saying and uh, so on. And so uh, we, we need to look beyond, we need to look beyond and uh, realize and see that God has something special, something unique for us. And uh, this matter of contentment is uh, such an incredible, incredible subject. Let me read on. Uh, If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, or let these things fill your mind. Let these things occupy your, your mind. Those things which you have both learned... And received and heard and seen in me, Paul was not afraid to say uh, to, that uh, uh, that y- you could emulate him, you could follow him uh and uh, he would be glad to be a coach and a leader, and uh, set the pace and seen in me the and and the God of peace shall be with you, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now in the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. In other words, as they had opportunity, they had been a blessing and a help to the Apostle Paul. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Father, as we... Consider this matter of contentment tonight. How many, how many in the world tonight are totally discontent? Their lives are in turmoil. Their thinking is flawed. Their goals are unattainable and even impracticable and ill-advised. And Lord, tonight, if we could just learn, if we could just learn the tremendous grace of being content. God help us tonight. Lord, cleanse my heart. Fill my heart with these thoughts and allow me to, to transmit and, and teach and, uh, carry them tonight that we might profit from the word of God. We pray for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen. The Bible says those things which you have, verse nine, the things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now in the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Now that I speak, not that I speak, in respect of want, for I have learned, in whatsoever state I am. That's not talking about geography. Oh, uh, that's not talking about moving from Iowa to Illinois. Oh. Uh, but rather situation whatsoever state I am therewith with to be content. How many people tonight, if they could just get a hold of this tremendous truth of contentment? People are in financial are in financial chaos because they've maxed out credit cards. They borrowed until their credit is in danger, seeking that which they can neither afford nor pay for, trying to find something in which they can be content, driven, driven with greed and more and more and more of this world's goods, seeking something which they'll never find. They'll never find in fame, or fortune, or um, or whatever the, the case may be. Contentment is not in things. Contentment is not in a portfolio. I never figured out what that meant, you know, but uh, I think it's a anyhow. Uh, there, there is a but uh, uh, contentment. Contentment is not found in fame or fortune or things. Contentment is found in a person. And that person is Jesus Christ. And when you find that He's all that I need, all, all I need, what a wonderful truth. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, our blood pressure can come down all of a sudden, we, the uh, the pressure's off. All of a sudden, all we need is just simply obedience. Just obedience. Preacher friend of mine, John Getch, was uh, washing his car. He's on staff at West Coast uh, Baptist Bible College. He was washing his car and a couple of his granddaughters were out. And uh, it was warm California weather. And uh, there was a puddle there on the driveway with soap suds as he was washing his car. And he had told them repeatedly to not play in the water because their mother had them dressed to go somewhere. He came around the car, and here were both of them again, sitting in the puddle of water, wet, covered with soap suds. Singing O-B-E-D-I-E-N-C-E. Singing obedience while they were being disobedient. You know, we laugh at that and we kind of visualize it, can't you? But now can you see yourself? Singing, you know, O-B-E-D-I-E-N-C-E. Obedience is the very best thing, while we're being disobedient. Rather rather inconsistent, isn't it? So, he's saying here, not that I speak in respect of want, for I've learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. Just to be content. I don't know about you. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell a childhood secret, and uh, that uh, maybe you never, uh, maybe it never entered your mind. But you have to remember, I'm the third of seven children, so I've always struggled with the middle child syndrome. I've been terribly warped and uh, and you know handicapped by that by, by that situation. You know anyhow, and there's a, yeah, yes, that's not what happened to you but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyhow but um, you know, I remember as a boy we we worked hard, there were hard days, it was in the thirties, and um the great depression. In fact, I've been blamed for the Great Depression. You know, my parents got the first look at me and they were depressed the rest of their lives. And, uh, but anyhow, uh, the Great Depression. But, uh, those, those were hard days. We worked hard. Out in the cornfield, pulling, pulling weeds, and, uh, and, uh, Shocking oats and threshing and picking corn by hand and, and milking cows by hand and uh, so on. It, it was, it was a hard life. It was a difficult life. And, uh, we lived a half mile from the road. We had a half mile lane. So it was many years, many years after everybody else had electricity before we had electricity because we lived so far from the road, and that was where the high line ran and uh, so life was difficult, and the work was hard and um and um I remember as a boy, you know I wish I had been born in the Beecher family; they were our neighbors, they had everything we didn't have and um uh, then. Then it'd come the end of the day, and we'd be out in the orchard, and um, we'd play workup softball. And uh, my dad was always the catcher because he had a catcher's mitt. He was always the catcher, and uh, we'd play workup out there. And my mom, she was always a large woman. She sat on a stump. She was our cheering section, and we all uh, we we all played softball uh, after the chores were done in the evening and uh all of a sudden, all of my thoughts of wishing I maybe had been in a different family were soon forgotten and uh but you know how how many times people wish that their situation was different wish that uh uh, that we had fame wished we had fortune wished we could wished we and yet the bible says you know i have learned to be content have you learned to be content have you learned to be satisfied have you learned to accept god's will for your life have you learned to accept the health condition have you learned to accept the uh Difficulties and what have you. And, uh, as being from God. You know, it's important. The Bible says we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Do you realize if there was never a struggle, you'd never have any strength? That's how we, that's how we become strong. That's how we, uh, that's how we develop character. It's through the difficulties, and yet how many times we would like to avoid the difficulties. We would wish the difficulties wouldn't come. We wish the difficulties would be somebody else's but not ours. And so we have learned whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Um, that contentment would bring would bring an end to out of control finances. That contentment would bring an end to feelings on the very edge of our shoulder that, uh, uh without very much ruffling, we become offended and, uh, so on. We learn to be content. Whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. Uh, let me, let me go on. Um, he said verse 12, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, made to, made to Find victory. Find the victory. In difficulties? In distress? Or in plenty?